Someone's asking about the Mr. Irrelevant. And what I've got my sight set on is Mr. Irrelevant. When I first got it, you're thinking, man, Mr. Irrelevant. Man, I don't want to be that guy. Welcome for the first time to Mr. Irrelevant on Brooklyn Rebound Network. It's your boy, Padre, your quarterback for Week 5. We're talking Week 5 NFL picks today, and um, let's do a little Week 4 recap. And who knows, maybe we even talk baseball, I don't know. I mean, We kind of have to. Yeah, you know. uh, Pinstripe Marv over here. Is, I mean, we don't uh, have to. <laughs> well, Pinstripe Marv's... On cloud nine because uh, yes. the Yankees took care of business in the wild card game yes, last night. Yes, it was night. an amazing game. The stadium. The Twins. They're rocking. The, yeah, the stadium was rocking. It looked like 1998 were, uh, all over again. They man. were was... a little unclear on uh, balls and strikes. The, the, the fans in the, were getting a little upset over it clear, it, clear strikes. but It, it didn't right. matter. It was like, yo, we yeah. got our teams back either way. But it was it was great, man. It really made me excited. I'm really looking forward to and, uh, uh, to beating your team. That's right. Well, before we, before we get into it more, let's also bring in. Well, we we heard from him briefly. Uh, Harumphing over there, t- baseball talk. But it's Young E Dash Nam over there. It's your boy, the notorious G R U M P. All right, not doing a young one today. Okay, if you've been listening to the podcast, Eric A K A E Dash Nam has a. That's mm-hmm. my nickname for him, E Dash Nam. But he he comes up with his own nickname every week. And today I'd be Young Limited in practice because I'm still sick, y'all. Yeah, Three you, weeks and going. You still have that chamomile on deck right there. <laughs> it's like a regular fiction. It's like Cersei with her wand couple. It's just who I am now. Would you be doubtful this weekend, or would you be questionable? Currently, I am doubtful. Okay. But really, though, you've been showing up to every podcast, so you're more of like the Tom Brady type, where he's always listed as questionable on the on the list, but then always. Is obviously playing right. every week anyway. A little bit of the inverse of the hockey playoffs where everyone's injured and no one's on the report. Is that how that works in hockey? Yeah, well, you don't want the other team's goons to like, oh, well, we're oh, clearly going across these days. Okay, kind of like what Romo was talking about on one broadcast the other day. He was talking about like the rib injuries. Like You don't want to list you have broken yes. ribs on there because people will go after you. I think he was speaking heavily from experience there. But Yo, he's so good at his job right now. He's doing well. He's yeah, seen a lot of rave reviews online, but... I've seen a lot of people actually also go the other way. Some people are annoyed by him. He's right. a little over ex- uh, excited a little bit. He I like dro- it. He dropped an American Beauty reference in that one game, which <laughs> I was enjoying. But anyway, we're getting distracted from the real news, which is baseball. The news is always Tony <laughs> Romo, but continue. <laughs> the Cleveland. Hey, Romo could replace Buck or something on these. Uh, oh in my this world god! Series. No, my Cleveland Tribe versus your New York Yankees. Cheesehead, aka Pinstripe Marv. Yes. I wanted that to happen because obviously it's more fun for our relationship and for all. And for, I live in New York yeah. here, all my New York Yankee friends. You can go to a game now? I'm going to be going to game three. I just uh, I gave the credit card a little workout on stuff up to yeah. get a ticket to game I, three, so it's going to be good. want you to come too. Hopefully that works out. But um, need protection for a case all the Yankees fans. <laughs> Beat me the fuck he's up, a friend. Please leave him. <laughs> well, let me let me ask you a question. How, before, I, well, we're gonna get into the, the NFL news for most of this podcast, but for a couple minutes here, how should I act? I mean, obviously, I've been to Yankee Stadium as a Tribe fan many times. 
racking the gear. But this is the most high pressure, obviously, situation. We don't know what the what the series is going to be. This yeah. is going to be game three. Ideally, in an ideal world for, world for me, this will be will be up to all looking for the sweep. Obviously, you, you think or at least hope it's not going to be that. But how should I act? I mean, I think I have an idea, but I, I obviously shouldn't be acting a fool over there. Uh, you want to be reserved. Um, I mean, you can cheer for your team, right? Just don't yeah, be obnoxious about it. Yeah, I, I think I can handle it. Yeah, but, um, but I mean, and this is what, it, again, it was so surprising because the last... The last time I went to the wild card game in 2015, and mm-hmm. it, you could hear a pin drop. I mean, maybe that's because the Strohs went up early and whatnot. But the same thing happened yesterday, and the stadium was still rocking. It was still going crazy. And how nervous were you? Like, were you nervous at all after what happened with Severino, where it looked like it was pretty much a disaster out the gate? I was a little nervous when it was three to nothing. I was like, that's fine. It's still the first inning. But when he allowed runners on second and third after that, yeah, yeah. then that's when I was like, geez, they got to stop this. Like, they got to get them out of the game. Yeah. Because they won seven four obviously, but it might have been eight, different four. if oh eight four right, but it it might have been different if they had gotten those other two runs in in the yeah. first. And then yeah, it changes everything, you know. But like I was saying, the fans there they were great. Like that was that was amazing. Yeah, you so, could tell on TV. Yeah, so I could imagine like a game against the Indians. If let's say it's one to one or the series in my one perfect one. you know ideal world, it'll be. Two old Yankees in an elimination game. I'm going to suicide watch if that happens, but uh, I don't think it's going to. I don't I mean, think it is either. We'll talk about it real quick with the series. I think that so game one is looking to be they're starting uh, the tribe starting Trevor Bauer. Game yeah, one. he's better at home. Uh, I get it. Yeah, they want some rest thing for Kluber, and then so Carrasco is our best pitcher on the road. He, he yeah. plays better on the road than at home, so that's that's who we'll be seeing game three. But. It is going to be Sonny Gray matching up with Bauer in game one. They haven't they haven't announced it yet, but that's what I would imagine. That's your um, best opportunity to get right. the win in there. Yeah, game two against Kluber or whoever he faces. It's going to be uh, tough. You guys going to have a real hard. Right, time. and that that's kind of why I'm like, if they can steal game one, man, that changes. Yeah, everything. that's what you need to do. Yeah. Changes. But I'm, I'd still be confident, even if it is one one. I'd still be confident with Carrasco on the hill in Yankee Stadium game three. Yeah, as versus you CC yeah. or who or Severino again? Maybe I don't know. It would either be. Well, Severino being that he only he he, he had better be numbers. For game two, maybe. Sorry, right. are you talking about old fat CC Sabathia still? He had an big? he had an amazing year this year. Jesus yeah. fucking yeah. Christ! Was it an amazing year in there, or was it just like pretty? good? He had a pretty good year for okay. considering what he's been in the last couple of years. He went fourteen and five with a three point six ERA. Like, well, he's off the so sauce, I think. So that probably helps. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't know what it means. No, off what sauce? Off, off the booze. Oh, that sauce. Okay, I thought you meant. See, I always just go back to steroids, like with baseball. I'm oh, just like, that's, that's, that's not you missing for steroids. But I, but it's baseball, so that's the this you know. That's I mean, with CC, it could be like spaghetti sauce or something. Right. Like, boy, but uh, no, <laughs> nah, I, mean, I think he's is, on that. Sauce means booze, typically. When he got skinny, is when he got bad. That he you know, yeah, actually the he's back. Yeah. He's off the booze, back on the pasta, and he's uh, throwing it well. And of course, a former great Cy Young winner for my team. But uh, yeah, but yes, he is still around, Eric. I yeah. Uh, what's your name again today? Uh, not young. Uh, oh, the notorious G R U M P. All right, the notorious G R U. I mean, that's a few too many. Uh, hmm? Syllable. Uh, what's what is the? Uh, it's fine. I live in Brooklyn now. Acronym. It's a lot too long of an acronym. <laughs> All right. Well, we we got to get to NFL talk here. But real quick though, uh, what is your prediction for the series, Mark? My prediction. Not what uh, you want. What do you think is gonna happen? What I think will happen. I think that. I think we're gonna push the tribe, and it'll go five. And I think if if I have to, yeah, because Kluber's starting in the fifth game. You know what I'm saying? So 
on normal rest, which is why you guys are pitching him in game two, because he doesn't like pitching with more rest. He likes pitching at normal rest. Yeah. So, yeah, if, if I had to make a prediction in the end of five, what I wish would happen or what I'm, you know, hoping for Yankees to just win the series. But if the Yankees did win the series, I think it would go five as well. I don't think the Yankees could win, uh, like, just going away. So No. I think it hinges completely on game one. If if it does happen where where the Yankees win game one, I think it will be tribe in five. If Indians win game one, I think it's going to be a sweep. All right. We'll see. We shall see. Um, but if Tomlin has to pitch in Yankee Stadium game four, which he would have to if they're obviously, obviously it's not a sweep, that's a recipe for disaster because he gives up the home run ball, which is easy to hit in Yankee Stadium, it seems like. So then it would probably be push five. So Yeah, we'll see. As far as I'm confident, though. I'm pretty confident. You should be. You guys have the best team in the league. But, I mean, as far as what I was saying, Severino, he only threw, I think, 29 pitches yeah. yesterday. He could je- really realistically pitch game two. Yeah. He's had better numbers on the road than at home this year. So Yeah, that's probably what they should do, pitch him game two. What do you think? He was just really nervous last I night? I think he was nervous. You could tell. He was too yeah. pumped up. He was nervous. Yeah, he was overthrown. Yeah. yeah. And I told you about Santana. He's just not He's not consistent. Right. All right. So we. Do you guys don't want my prediction? <laughs> Please, notorious G R U M P. No, no, I just want it out there. You guys don't care about my. Well, opinion. I want to hear. Oh, we're it. going to you for Astros but, Red Sox. What's your prediction then? Yeah, no. no. It's a Sox in five. All right. Uh, well, Let's go to hell. I don't think so. Astros <laughs> don't have the pitchers. It's fine. Uh, they got Berlander. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, we... no, I really do care. What's your prediction for the Yankees trap? Um, I don't. No, just anything pick. about either of these just teams. I would imagine that Cleveland wins because they seem like a better team. Okay, all right, that's fair. Although I do know that the Dodgers had the best record, so yep. clearly, they're, clearly they're not the best team. Not by much, only by two games. Right? Okay, man. Yeah. And they they swooned uh, late in the season. Yeah, they, they lost like twenty out of twenty-two yeah. or something like that. So momentum-wise, well. they're not on top. But uh, we'll see what happens in an out game tonight. Who they're gonna play? The D-backs or Rockies, right? I'm hoping for the Rockies. I just like their stadium. Those are two, like, a, like annoyingly, like... Okay, for me, I know nothing about those teams. So, what are you going to say, annoyingly what? Like, covert teams. Just, like, <laughs> you don't hear anyone talk about them at all. more uh, expansion right. era, I yeah. guess. Yeah. They I mean, are at this point, they've been around for a, lo- a long time, but... And our left but in, yeah. ju- in the left span of base, MLB, they haven't. Yeah. And uh, Rockies have never won, I don't think. No, they... Neither of Astros. Yeah, the Astros have never won. They've been around since the seventies, I think, for the sixties. Yeah. So um, a but, previous expansion, but yeah, the 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 D backs they were an expansion team in one, and a one they they beat the Yankees. That's right, I remember that. That might be the Randy last Johnson, World Series, right? Yeah, Johnson and Schilling Rangers World Series. All right, so anyway, I've been threatening to talk NFL, which is the purpose of this podcast. Yes, so we're yes. finally this get around the, to the Neffle. We got our our weekly uh, picks. Last week, uh, and then Marv, you tabulated the, you can say what our season record is in a second, but for this week, me and you, Marv, tied 10-6 and six in week four. Eric, you went 9-7. and seven. Where we differed here was, well, we, all right, so we all got, uh, the, we all picked the Pats, they lost to the Panthers. We all picked the Cowboys, they lost to the Rams. We all picked the Falcons, who lost to the Bills. And uh, we all picked the Giants on the road, which did not go down. The Giants are on four. Meanwhile, Marv, you got the better of us taking the Jets over the Jags. They won. Goddamn right. I had Texans over Titans. They won, so I, was, I didn't expect what was going to happen with Deshaun Watson going off, but I did pick it. I also had the Lions over the Vikings. They won. Unfortunately, though, I couldn't get the separation I needed because I rolled with another 0-3 at that point, Team Chargers, who lost to the Eagles. So 
got what I deserve there. And then, Eric, you you finished a game behind us because you had the Raiders over the Broncos, which mm. did not mm. come through. Even before Carr's injury, the, the Broncos were looking pretty good. And then once he went out, it was uh, hope was not lost. I mean, they were still close-ish, but yeah, EJ Emanuel, I, mean, uh, I don't know. Uh, so, Mark, we're a quarter of the way through the regular season now. What is our uh, tally here? Right, so, Padre, you are 45-18. and 18. Oh, that sounds so, pretty good. That's a pretty good record. You have a five-game lead on me, but, you know, it's still early. I'm 40-23 and 23 in second place. And Young Grump coming up the rear, 38-25. and 25. That must be why I saw Grump there. Yes. Also, his, his his illness injuries. Okay, so nagging injury concerns. <laughs> that's right. Thursday night, you know, me and Marv are gonna be not caring too much about this because we have uh, more pressing concerns that we talked about already. Absolutely. But Pat's at the box. Yes, in the only sports game happening that night. <laughs> the uh-huh. Patriots are two and two. People, what? Yeah, two home losses. Yeah, their defense yeah, is bad, bad, y'all. Trash, yeah. yeah. It it is and the, that's crazy. The Bucks I'm still unclear on. Like they have the one less game than everyone else. Also, we picked all against them last week, like I just mentioned, and they still won. How uh, how bad did they win that game? They were. Can't le- remember now. Was it close? The score was closer than what it should have been. Um, Nick Foles, I believe, missed three kicks, which probably would have you know made it <laughs> a lot. You know, but they won the last second on a field goal. By Nick Folk. But he had <laughs> missed like three four. before that, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, doesn't yeah, this make you happy? You should have been grumpy. Yeah. yeah you young Giddy over young, here. Young Giddy. Giddy. Yeah, uh, but spoiler alert to uh, a little bit further down the line when we'll talk about <laughs> Chargers at Giants this week. The battle of the Owen Forest here. So someone's someone's got to gotta get a win in. But what about Pat? I mean, I'm circling the Pats on my paper here because it's kind of their pattern to get embarrassed and then on the road next week show out. Right. I I just can't but, see them losing two in a row. I'd be shocked. But but the D does look as bad as it's ever looked for the Belichick era. Yo, through four weeks they have the league's least efficient defense. Oh, so you got your uh, rank your stats available now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They've started adjusting for opponent. Um they're forty percent adjusted. Um Tampa Bay's defense is also pretty bad, setting it twenty fifth. What was the Pats rank then? Thirty second. Last. Yes, dead last. Wow. Um dead last by let me find the thirty first. Great radio. Can't find it. <laughs> uh, it's it's dead last order. by like it's not an order ten percent. One to thirty two? No, no. Not on defense. Okay. So either way they're okay. And the Bucks are low too, you're saying? Twelve percent, yeah. Uh the Bucks are pretty low too. The Bucks offense is a lot worse than the Patriots. I would kind of rely on Tom Brady to get pick relying on Tom Brady to get them through this. Like he's goddamn Tom Brady. His numbers are amazing so yeah. far. He's killing it. Uh, his team's just low key bad. And that's got a lot to do with injury and just, like, not getting what you thought you would out of people who, like, came in to replace the names you knew from the last couple of years. But, yeah, I can't pick the Bucks. I assume we're all three picking the Patriots. I think so. Yeah, I'm picking the Pats. I mean, so they... So sure as we do that, the yeah. Bucks are going to win, but... I'm for it, I mean. The Patriots have given up 138 points in four weeks. That's insane. That's too, that's too many that's points. A lot. <laughs> all right. And... But Brady, even with the injuries on offense where he lost Edelman and he lost Gronk a little bit and whatever, 10 touchdowns, no picks, 1,399 yards through four weeks. Like, but, yeah. but really, though, the record could easily be 1-3 and three right now. Yeah. They'd only through Brady's brilliance at the, end of the yep. last one-minute trail, essentially, of that game. Uh, or the shitty coaching by the Texans. You could take it either right, way. Take mm-hmm. it either way, but... Bill O'Brien sucks. 
And that would have been another home loss, right? So they would have been owned. Or was that another? That was it. That was a that was at home. That was two. So they've so they've almost lost every home game this yep. year. Wow. All right. So Pats usually don't even get stuck on these Thursday night games either. So they also never lose two in a row. Well, yeah, that was kind of my initial theory. So, well, yeah. I, I'm gonna root for it to happen, but not pick it. Yeah, same. I'm. I, I never root for the Patriots, but I just don't uh, see them losing. So. Yeah, maybe I'll. As discussed on previous version iterations of this podcast, I don't mind when they win. They're they're fine. Yeah, yeah I know. You, you love Tom Brady. Tom Brady crush. Yeah. All right, going to the early games. Uh, not super early this week because no London game this week. But one o'clock range Eastern time. We have Niners rolling from the West Coast, still looking for their first win at Colts, which oh, Andrew Luck possibly Shit. will play this week. It's unclear at this point, but. Even if he doesn't, I'm probably going to pick the Colts, but I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'm taking the Colts. They're at home. Um, the Niners, they put a valiant effort like every week. But, yeah, they're, um, having, they're getting in some close games here. Their, their defense isn't too terrible, it seems. But it just seems, you know, if we're going to look at both teams, the most talented player is probably on the Colts. I would take T.Y. Hilton over anyone on the Niners. Right. You know, Frank That's, Gore, re- revenge game maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so I got the Speaking Colts. of old men, but yeah, the T.Y. Hilton thing. And and, and Brissett, even if it's still Brissett, he's not too terrible. Yeah, he hasn't been. Um, against a average to, to below average defense, he should be okay. Yeah, um, I mean, both offenses are horrendous. Both defenses are bad. This game is going to suck, and I'm not going to watch a second of it. Yes, but this is true. I think, think you picked the Colts, right? Well, we did. But you did? Decide, yeah. One picks the Colts. I'll take the I'll take the Forty Nineers for some separation. Oh, There's right. no, like okay, I like it. I enjoyed it. It's not the worst pick. I could I, it could happen certainly. Yeah, it can. Just that Hoyer man. I, I don't know. There he's there's a, a get by celery Hoyer just or threw the ball on the sideline. And Kyle Shannon caught it. Just dropped it in disgust. That's pretty funny. Goddamn. All right. So speaking of unwatchable, although I most likely still will, Jets at Browns. Yeah, no you're problems. not this. Jets are surprising 2-2. Two and two. <laughs> Not as surprising when you see their schedule, I guess, but still. They are 2-2. Two and two. Browns own 4. At the same time, I, it's really hard for me to pick the, even with all my baggage with the Browns here and how bad they are. Basically got blown out by the at the time when the Spengals last week. It's it's so hard for me to circle the Jets for their third straight win here. You know that was the first well. time McCown won back to back in like eight years. Right, because we talked about it. That was more than eight. It was like ten, twelve it's years or something. Crazy. We talked about it last week. Yeah, that is um, insane. And that's why I didn't pick them last week. I had the Jags, but you you thought it was going to happen, and it did. Well, I just don't like the Jags. Like on the road, yeah, so I just it's more about the Jags. that. Yeah. yeah. What about Jets on the road here, though? I think I'm going to go with the Jets. Just the defense has showed me a, a little something. You know what I mean? And I don't know. The last time I I picked the Browns, they. They literally shit the bed. I, I, I'm not. They're one of those teams. I'm not picking you. Ever. Yeah. So, that's right. just my thing. So you guys are both going Jets. Oh uh, yes. Do it, man. Test your fandom. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you pick the Jets, you're picking, right. like you said, the Jets to win three games. I'm picking the Browns, teams. and I promise, if they do not win this game. I'm not picking them again this year. Yeah, I mean, who else do they play that they could possibly beat? The wow, Bears later in the day, season, maybe. I, I that day is New York-Cleveland all the way around. Oh, that's true, because that's Sunday. When I'll yep. be, hey, maybe let's schedule that game early, and I won't have to suffer <laughs> through this one. I don't think that's going to happen. Well, I mean, New York is suffering regardless, because at 1 p.m., it's either on Channel 2, Jets-Browns, or on Channel 5, Giants-Chargers. So, uh, the battle of Well, those. let's talk about that one, then. Chargers yeah. at Giants. I don't know who to pick in this game. I really don't. Oh, battle of 0 and 8 combined. 
I mean, yeah, it's I, I'm the Giants have at least have been they've been losing obviously, but it's been close. But the Chargers have been the Chargers always close lose close. Well, so. Like that's just what they do. That's yeah. the one reason I think I'm picking the Giants is just the Chargers always lose close. I'm gonna pick the Giants too because I don't see them as an zero and five team, but it could ha- easily happen here. And I, honestly, since I have a lot of friends that are Giants fans too, I've been I've been kind of enjoying this. So, uh, <laughs> I love being it. I'm down on my Browns level, being like, oh, we're combined. So I have a, I have two of my good friends are my friends from school that live here. One of them is a Niners fan, one's a Giants fan, and I'm obviously a Browns fan. So right now our teams are combined, zero and wow. twelve. <laughs> that which is has never insane. happened. So, yeah, football is bad. What are you, are you going to take Chargers Allen, though, uh, Eric? I am. Um, looking at DVOA, the Giants are obviously one of the worst teams in the league. They're 0-4. Um, their defense, which is supposed to be like, yeah, well, we can't play offense, but our defense, like we have all these pieces, everything, that they should be able to pull the Giants through these games. They're ranked 28th. They're 15% less efficient than league average, and the Chargers sit right at league average on defense. Um and again, defense is the Giants' bright spot. It, it, it's a no go. Okay. Well, that's the, the, the Chargers, man. They've only lost like three of the four games they've lost have been a combined total of seven points. It's crazy. And the one game that they lost by double digits was against the Chiefs, who have the best record in the league. So, yeah, it's just it's just one of those things, man. They they're they're that team every year. It doesn't. And and they they don't draw anyone. Did you see the the crowd at the uh, at the Eagles game? It was all Eagles. They're a small stadium by far, and they can't, they only draw the opposing fans. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're on the, they're getting reprieved this week on the road finally. But uh, yeah, I don't know. So you're you're making a push this week. I see uh, Young Gronk to to try to get out of the last place, which is um, smart. You got to get on these islands to do that. Well, I mean, y'all keep letting me do it. All right. Well, I don't think you're gonna. I don't think we're gonna be. Uh, separating any islands on this Jags at Steelers match, but maybe I'm wrong. And I know Marv hates picking the Jags ever, so he's mm-hmm. on Steelers. And the Steelers I'm on are Steelers. Home too. They just, they play down competition, like we said. Ben still looks not great, but uh they'll get this one one and be four and one on the Steelers have the easiest schedule to start the season this year. They yeah. have not had a tough game yet. Yeah, they've had cupcakes. Yeah, I mean so the one thing you'd say is that Jacksonville defense, but the Steelers defense is Loki playing incredible. They're third by DVOA. People don't move the ball against them. And the Jaguars don't move the ball against good teams. Blake Bortles is bad. So there's no way you pick the Jaguars. Yeah. All right. It's negative two points to, to Young Grump for flagrant misuse of the, of the term Jaguar. <laughs> Again, it's just, it's just use. All right. I, I need to open point, counterpoint for this next matchup of two teams that start with B. A surprising three and one Bills at the one and three Bengals, who may maybe should be a little better than one and three, maybe not. That's what I'm unclear on. So uh, let's see here. The DVOA master over there, young girl. Why don't you tell me why the Bills will get the road win and be a very surprising four and one after this week? Uh, this should be pretty easy. The Bills are sixth by t- overall DVOA. They're number one by defensive DVOA. They are. 21 point something percent more efficient than um, league average on defense. Cincinnati's defense is a strong point on that terrible team, but the Bills have them by about 7% um, efficiency. And I mean, going up, especially going against that Bills defense that somehow, I don't even know the names of anyone on that defense other than Marcel Darius. Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, those are the numbers, but how do you think they're literally getting this done here? Who's making the plays? Like, who? I haven't watched a second of Bills football. I assume they'd be terrible. They've been all right. 
yeah, I, I think that Bengals O-line is going to have a lot of problems with uh, the Bills, apparently. And the Bills offense is fine. Uh, Tyrod knows what to do with the goddamn football. Um, and the Bills, uh, the Bengals, I mean, they're good, but they ain't that good. And their offense has been abysmal, so. All right. How about the Bengals, a.k.a. Bengals at home, Marv? Well, it seems that like Andy Dalton might have uh, righted the ship. Um, and he did it against our two teams, where Mr. Packers, I mean, they lost, but he didn't have a terrible game. He missed some throws, but on the stat sheet, looked pretty decent. And then last week against the Browns, he just torched them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seemed that the offense might be finding its way and, and might be, you know, finding some kind of uh, some kind of rhythm there. In addition, they have what I would think is the best player in A.J. Green in the game. And then the, the defense isn't bad. The Bengals' defense is, hasn't been the problem. It's It's been their offense. So if their offense can just find some rhythm, I think they should be fine. Um, not to mention the build offense isn't that great. What's carrying them is their defense. And I would say also some lucky breaks. Uh, against the Falcons, Julio Jones is out. Mohamed Sanu is out. And then that just, lucky, yeah. that just changed everything, changed, kind of changed the complexion of the game. Against the Broncos, you had Trevor Simeon, a West Coast team going East Coast. They didn't have to face the Broncos in Denver. Mile High where it's totally different. And then they beat up on the Jets team in week, in week one. Those were their three wins. I think maybe it's a little bit of fool's gold. So I'm not uh, all the I'm not buying the Bills just yet. I I don't think they have enough on offense to uh, to yeah. beat the Bengals, believe it or not. So, and uh, Marv, I think I'm swayed to your side here. Uh, I like your argument there. I'm gonna take the Bengals here. I I do kind of see the fool's gold aspect with the Bills. And uh, yeah, watching the Bengals last week, they they I think their offense is clicking a little bit. Dalton loves the one o'clock early game where the spotlight's not on him. They pulled this guy Croft, this tight end out of nowhere. Seemingly, he he looked pretty good to me. Even just not not just because it was against the Browns, but he was making good plays, right. bringing the ball down. So, the Dalton keeps it going to him as well as AJ Green, obviously. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take them there. Do you guys like what I assigned you, or are you gonna flip flop? Yeah, um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna stick with the Bengals. I think uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take the Bengals. Uh, the injuries on Buffalo worry me. Okay. Oh, Bengals with the clean sweep. I didn't. I didn't yeah. expect that one. It just seems like kind of how it's going to go for the right. Bills. The Bills have ten, had a tendency in the past. I feel to get a hot start, and then by the end of the season, you're yep. like all seven yeah. and nine, whatever. Panthers at Lions. Honestly, let's go back to back. P um, dash CP. Two, two, three, and one teams. And uh, Marvin, this time we'll turn right back around to you for the road here. The Panthers. Why will they win this one? Seems like Cam righted the ship. It seems like he is back on track where he was, you know, people were talking about what's wrong with Cam Newton. Is he hurt? He hasn't, you know, he doesn't have weapons. Comes out last week and, and shows out and does what he does. He starts running for touchdowns, passing touchdowns. And their defense is still legitimate, it's still scary. And I think it can still stop some people and keep them in games. What I want to see them do or what I think they can do against the Lions is get Christian McCaffrey involved. Where last week, he wasn't as much involved and they won against the Patriots, but that's because they took advantage of the Patriots' week secondary. Devin Funches looked good. This week, against the Lions, who have good corners, I think they can get that, you know, scat back out there and, and he'll catch 10, mm-hmm. 10 passes or something like that, and that'll keep him in the game. I just like their defense a bit more than the Lions, and that's why I feel Panthers have a shot here. Okay. How about the home Lions to get to 4-1? and one? So I know a lot more just from, like, watching them more about Carolina's defense. Um, 
That's at their 10th by DVOA. That's good. They've been doing a good job. The Lions' defense is 5th by DVOA. They're a good 10% and change more efficient on defense uh, than Carolina has been. And I, I think that's the corners. The corners in Carolina, they're, they're having the same problem that we in Dallas are having this year. Uh, they're still young. They're, they're not doing their job on every play, to borrow a Belichickism, I guess. And then on offense, they've been pretty evenly matched. Uh, you want to say, or the worry here is that, um, the worry here, if you're me arguing for the Lions right now, is that Cam is back to form. Uh, their offenses were evenly matched in DVOA at 20 and 21 um, out of 32, respectively, because Cam was bad for three weeks. And if Cam is good Cam again, if he is Superman, if he's scoring 33 points on uh, the Patriots, who happen to like have the lead's worst D. If he's back to form, that could be scary for the Lions. I mean, Matt Stafford's good. He's got a lot of fucking, like, pieces to throw to. Amir Abdullah is playing well. I don't know that he's, like, a superstar, but, um, I mean, he gets he gets yards. Doing more work than McCaffrey has this season so far. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. so far. And it, with the Panthers, at least for the first three games, just, like, force-feeding it to McCaffrey. I don't think that Stafford is a better player than Newton, but like something's going wrong for Newton right now. I think the Lions O line has been doing a little better from what I've from from what I have seen. Uh, I did watch one and a half Lions games so far, and yeah, I mean, he's gonna have enough time to do it. And their defense is not the thirty second worst defense in the league. Uh, it might be a little fool's gold with Carolina so far. Okay. Yeah, Minnesota has a pretty good DNA, and the line was holding up well against them last yeah, week. Yeah, exactly. Detroit. The question is to me, Ed, is does uh, even though Petsy is looking shoddy, was that kind of the slump buster that Cam and the Panthers needed now right. to keep it rolling? And I think they played better on the road a little bit for some reason. I do like this Lions team. I've been picking them to success this year, but gonna gonna stop rolling the dice on them off the hot, you know, give up on them hot on the Lions here. I'm going to circle the Panthers for the road win here and say Cam keeps it up in a close one. Probably, uh, you know, like a 28 to 25 type of affair. Hmm. Uh, what do you guys, do you like your assignments or flip-flopping? I think I like my assignment. Uh, I think Detroit's probably a little better, especially at home. Okay. Yeah, I'm going Lions. I pick against them all the time and it backfires on me. And realistically, they should be 4-0. That's, yeah. It should have beat the Falcons and... I don't know how so they do it. For they a get loss. it done. That's what I'm saying. They're due. They're due right now. It's going to happen, I think. But, but at home, uh, I don't know. So, but I, if, the, if the Panthers do look bad on offense again this week, then maybe it was just the Pats D, and yeah. maybe they, they aren't having big trouble. Mm. All right. Uh, Titans at Dolphins. The Titans last week. What a decimal. What the fuck? I picked them to. <laughs> I, I, I had a picked uh, uh, against them anyway, but still. I mean, I didn't expect them to get blown out like that. What's up with their defense? Yeah, I don't know. Their defense was looking terrible. Deshaun Watson did whatever he wanted, man. It was uh, insane. And Marriott is hurt, right? Is he even going to play? Uh, he's a game-time decision. They said it was more precautionary to take him out once, you know, the game was kind of out of hand they there. They signed Brandon Whedon, I think. Right. They did sign Brandon Whedon, which is very... Uh, disheartening. But I hope Mariota plays because I think this is a good get-right game. But uh, Other than this, Brandon Whedon's immediate family like wife and mom or whatever is is there anyone happy about that signing like in the world i don't think so brandon Whedon probably isn't happy about that <laughs> yeah that's why i just said his family not him. Jeez. but he wouldn't come right in who's their backup anyway uh, matt castle 
Oh, Matt Castle. All right. So. Yeah, two terrible. And then, and, and then, uh, for the Dolphins' end of things, Jay Cutler. He's probably gonna, is he gonna get benched? He should. They said he's not. No. Yet, but geez, I, I've been they, saying this. For they so still long. have Matt Moore, right? Yeah, they. Look, he's not that bad, and he's been on the team for a long time. Well, yeah. I don't understand why they don't play him. Like, I obviously, they don't play him over Tannehill, but why wouldn't they just play him anyway? I don't get it. Smoking Jay Cutler, man. He gets so many chances. He's terrible. He sucks. Yeah. Yo, Miami's really bad. The, the Wildcat play from this week, did you guys see that? No, I didn't. They, they won into the Wildcat for <laughs> yes. one play. Color's supposed to go out as a receiver, or, you know, a fake as a receiver. And he was like, his. it literally looked like he was like leaning up against like a pole. And <laughs> he was not, he was looking not, when they snapped, not trying to sell it, it at all. Yeah, he just, it was funny. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't get that there. I, I'm going to have to pick the Titans here, I think. I mean, even though they... Looked so disappointing last week. I, I, t- I say this with a caveat. If if it ends up being Matt Castle, the Dolphins are going to win. You think? Yeah. What's the DVOA situation on the Dolphins? 29th and 29th in offense and defense. I mean, yeah, but I, it's Matt, Matt Castle's Castle. can win a game. He's obviously done it. I don't know, man. I'm, I think I'm, the Titans are going to be embarrassed about last week. The defense is going to be embarrassed. Yeah. And look it was bad. That was bad. I, so. I do have the tie-ins. The Dolphins' offense is just horrible, but... I just hope Mariota plays. Yeah. What is a hamstring injury, too? Yeah. He scored two rushing touchdowns. He's a little injury prone. I don't know. He is. He is. They said, I think it was on the first touchdown or the second touchdown run, that's when he pulled it, and it was kind of like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Get you out of there. All right. What about you, Are you agreeing with us, or are you going to the oh, island? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Cardinals at Eagles wraps up the earlier games. I mean, the Cardinals look trash to me. Without David Johnson, they should. Yeah, Even with man. David Johnson, like they, well, their offense would be better with him. Yeah, definitely. But their D's have been a little disappointing as well. Uh, they played okay last week, but they're playing the, the Niners. Niners so. Yeah. Uh, Honey Badger looks having a disappointing year. It seems to me. I mm. see him giving up plays which he didn't used to. Mm. Yeah, I mean, what's their situation? Philly's a lot better. <laughs> Find him again. Philly is currently sitting twelfth. They're ninth on offense and 17th on defense. Arizona is 26th at 27th on offense, just fucking abysmal, and then 12th on defense. So, like, they do okay on defense. Not against an offense as decent as Phillies has been, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I like, I like Philly this year, man. And, and it's, it's something that I was, uh, I mentioned this to my friend the other day, and who would have thought through four weeks that the two best teams in the NFC East are. Philly and Washington. Shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't know what to really expect from that division this year, but uh their defense is legitimate and they and this is what's funny about it. They have so many injuries in the in the back end of the defense, their def- you know, their DBs and everything, but they can still get to the quarterback. So it doesn't really matter. That helps them and not get torched and whatnot. So I just feel like this Eagles team, they're gonna get to Carson Palmer, who has been playing behind a shitty line. They're at home. I, I just don't see the, how the Cardinals would pull it pull it, pull I it either. off. I got to go Eagles. But yeah, what, no, there's no way. Oh, the Eagles are on top of the division. At, yeah, at, they're well, three and one. The Orange Skins and Cowboys are both two and two. Two and two, yep. And obviously we know about the Giants situation. Well, um, there's a big match for you guys coming up. Yep. But uh, before we get to that one, let's talk about uh, Ravens, Raiders, and Seahawks, Rams, uh, which 
Well, actually, Seahawks Rams. Let's talk about that. That's that's a pretty good game. That is a good um, game. The Rams are three and one, Maybe and they always division. beat the Seahawks. And they always play the Seahawks. Yeah, but, really the, tough. but the surprising thing is the Rams' offense is looking pretty good. Right. It's kind of yeah. Surprising. It's kind of the, the the opposite of what's been going on the past couple of years, where the Rams' defense is legit. Mm-hmm. And their offense is terrible. And they but, beat the Seahawks nine to seven or something. Right, like, or like ten to seven. But their defense this year has kind of been getting torched on the low. Um, they gave up twenty seven to the Skins, thirty nine to the Niners, and thirty to the Cowboys. So it's been three straight weeks where their defense has gotten shredded, but their offense has been amazing. So, well, yeah, I was watching that Rams game as a Cowboys fan. I have no insights about the Rams defense. I mean, we 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 were doing what we expected to do on right. offense, except that, like, Dez clearly just isn't going to be 2014-2015 Dez again. Other than that, like, we were doing whatever we wanted on offense, and sometime in the third quarter, I just, like, I think there may have been a turnover, and I kind of realized that they were going to take the lead and we were going to lose, and that's exactly what happened, obviously. That's a good entertaining game. But I have no, like, yeah, it was, it was fine. It was fun to watch. I have no idea how they beat us. Like, our defense just fucking sucks. Yeah. But Seahawks, now it's pushing but it back on the Seahawks. for the first half of the week, game? But, yeah. But uh, they turned it around last week. But they played I mean, they Colts, played Indy. So, but so, that was close through the first half. It was like 15-12 yeah. to 12 or 12-12. It was a close game, and then Russell Wilson came out and had the half of his life where mm-hmm. they put a 40. But. As I'm liking the Rams here. I'm starting to like the Rams here, I think. It's, it's a close Especially one. Especially given that history where they seem to have the yeah. number at least one game a year. And it, it's on the, they're on the road, too. Seattle is on the road. Now, we still don't know about the Rams' home field advantage. Obviously, not as bad as the Chargers, but still not great or anything. But can't get hot out there in the sun. And they lost uh, Carson, the Seahawks. They they lost their, I guess, their yeah, rookie starting running back. Yeah, in fantasy. He's doing well for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back to the drawing board. You know, I'm trying to go back. back to the drawing board. No, I'm not fuck lazy. So <laughs> well, I'm trying to trying to slide in maybe this week as I, I try picking up. I got to see if he cleared waivers for me. But this Packers running back, I'm gonna Aaron try Jones. To, I'm yeah. try to put him in the Carson spot. Maybe. Well, I wish you the best. I wasn't able to get him in either of my leagues, but um, yeah, yeah. I don't. I got to see if I did. I might have missed out too. But I was trying. Yeah, I missed. Uh, I got okay. Andre Ellington instead. It's not bad if you're in PPR. Uh, yeah. Oh, I better go after this and look and see if I miss because uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to figure something out. But anyway, what, I'm going to take the Rams. You guys like that as well? Or you're, you're usually a big Seahawks guy, uh, young Grom, so I don't know if you're agreeing with me here. but I'm going to take the Seahawks. Their defense is a lot better than Dallas's defense. I would not be at all surprised if the Rams won. Okay. Uh, Marv, you're staying with the Rams there now. Yeah, I'm going Rams. I I just think uh, right, Seahawks Island. I think if there's gonna be one, they they always split every year. They split, and why wouldn't they split while they're in LA, not in Seattle? I think the defense shows up for these division games against the Seahawks. They always mm-hmm. do. So, yeah, I'm going Rams. All right. Now let's double back then to Ravens at Raiders. This is a tough one to predict because both these teams are banged up to hell. The Raiders obviously will probably get starting EJ Manuel. The Ravens have those O-line injuries and a bunch of other stuff. And I don't... They're not that good, it doesn't seem like. But... They've shit the bed two weeks in a row. Like, it's terrible. They look really bad, man. We're talking about the Raiders, right? Those words sound the same when I was reading... Uh, Raiders, Ravens, Ravens, Raiders. Yes. <laughs> Who are we talking about right now? Shit the bed the last couple of weeks. Ravens, off- offensive line issues. Ravens. Yeah, yeah. No, they're bad. They're, they're not good. Their defense is. It's, it's okay, right? Well, what, what are they ranked? Their defense is number two. Really? Uh, despite letting they had Jacksonville a lot of, hang 44 That's why they had a lot of turnovers still, early. Yes. Know? 
So okay, so they get, they get t- and you can get turnovers against EJ Manuel. You right. certainly can. And well, I'm picking the Ravens personally. Like I'll just get it out there. I they're I know they're on the road, but I just don't see how EJ Manuel is going to beat that defense. What other quarterbacks do they have on their roster? The Raiders? Yeah. I have no idea. I don't uh, either. It's definitely going to be EJ. <laughs> I they don't still no with Matt McGloin do that. Uh, I mean, he sucks anyway. That's a good question. Yeah, it, it makes you wonder, really. Like, I don't want to talk about Cap again, but why not? You oh, know exactly why not. Blacklisted. Huh? You know exactly why right, not. Right, right, right. But, you uh, know, it's like he, he'd be a better option than anyone they have, man. It's, yeah, he also would have been a better option for uh, Tennessee to pick yeah. up if they're just going to sign Brandon Whedon. So if the complaint, sorry, uh, if the complaint before the season, the reasoning why uh, owners were giving or, like, sources close to owners were giving anonymously uh, was that uh, you just had to get a quarterback whose skills fit the skills of the yeah. person he was backing up. Then, then why the fuck are you signing Brandon Reedon to run Mark and Marcus Mariota's offense? Sorry, I'm, I'm furious and I'm slowing my words. No, amen. I, I hear you, man. But it's the NFL. I guess the Titans had clipboard Jesus a long time. Whedon fits into that role pretty well. So, yeah. like, this is our ideal back and back up. So, the, the Raiders third string, who actually started the playoff game for them, Connor Cook. Oh, Connor Cook, that's right. Yep. They drafted him high above Dak Prescott. Yeah. Mm. That was a whiff. Um, I mean, I would still maybe start Cook. I, I'm, EJ Manuel is kind of, he seems to have the tools, but he just, when he's on the field, he just doesn't look good at all to me. Yeah, I don't like EJ Manuel. I know some scouting type of guys that I found on Twitter and stuff that are, are still think he could be good, but I just don't see it. I yeah, I mean, it's like watching uh, an NBA workout tape where they're scoring against a chair. Like, fuck yeah. Those <laughs> moves look hot. All right. Well, I, yeah, so you're taking Ravens tomorrow. What about yep. you? I'm also going to take the Ravens. Uh, their defense is second in DVOA, and the Raiders is 27 somehow. Khalil Mack is a vision, and there's no one else playing on that defense. He's going to destroy Flacco probably a couple times, but I'm going to go with the Ravens too, I guess. Shitty game, not a lot of scoring. Mm-hmm. Ravens maybe get a pick six or uh, other type of thing. And what about Marshawn, man? He hasn't done a motherfucking thing. I don't. I mean, it's yeah, it's not that surprising to me. He was out of the league two years, just trying to come back now. And run, I, I don't know. He was probably watched. I will say, I think game pl- game flow and their schedule has been whatever. So I I think he'll turn it around, but it's really not looking good for that. So all right, what is looking good for me is I get to see another big matchup with the Packers and Cowboys, and you guys the, duking it out. The annual Packers Cowboys uh, tradition it, now. It is annual somehow. Literally, uh, um, I think it's the sixth time we played each other in five years. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, the Packers are four and one in the previous five games. Yep. Okay. So, Eric Young Grom, why don't you tell me why the Packers are going to win on the road against your Cowboys? The Packers are going to win because they, I mean, they're sitting at 11 uh, by DVOA. They have the 10th best offense at 9.7 percent more efficient than average, and the 15th best defense sitting right at about average. Our defense has been. Fucking miserable. Uh, it's been miserable to watch, but by the stats, they're uh, 8.8% per- 8. 8% less perf- uh, that, excuse me, efficient than average. Jason Having a rough day, yeah. <laughs> Watching the Cowboys play defense against a team with an O-line has been pretty hard to watch at times. Like, Demarcus Lawrence kind of hurt himself in the last game, and the second he did, like, the, the Rams did whatever the fuck they wanted uh, throughout the entire third quarter uh, and the entire fourth quarter. The Cowboys defense, who, like, hung tight for like 30 minutes of game time they just played too long and 
we're bleeding talent. Sean Lee might not play this game. We don't have any, like... He's in for his annual... Uh, yeah, six weeks out. <laughs> annual trip to the IR. Goddamn. Yeah, well, we're bleeding talent on defense, and we didn't have enough to begin with. It, we were, it, it was held together uh, MacGyver style, and it was working. And now we're starting to see... Um, Marinelli's out of tricks. Yeah, well, I mean, we won't have the NFL in 25 years because people just keep fucking getting hurt and it's miserable to watch and football is bad when people when like all the good players are hurt that said the Packers O-line is having some troubles we might have some chances but Aaron Rodgers like the reason we're going to lose is Aaron Rodgers thanks okay like it doesn't matter what we do on offense it doesn't matter how much time we take off the clock it doesn't matter how impossible uh, it is it will be for them to stop Ezekiel Elliott they're going to win because of Aaron Rodgers like every every year this happens. We're tight all the way through. They score right before halftime, and then it's always just like it's a foregone conclusion. No matter what we do in the third and fourth quarter, they will score again before the end of the game. You sound really upset. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not fun to watch. <laughs> that was a good argument for the Packers. You did what you're supposed to. Now, before I get to you, uh, Marv, I, did, I do want to take a quick tangent here, which doesn't really have anything to do with what we're talking about, but it's something I just thought of when you're talking about good players being injured. Didn't mention this for Browns Jets, but Miles Garrett, the number one pick, should be back this week. He start. He didn't play the season yet with a practice injury he'd gotten, but he should be back this week. So maybe picking the Browns over the Jets wasn't as risky for me if he really can get in there and uh, you know get all over McCown. What do you guys think? I mean, he's a rookie though. Like I, I, I need to see. Yeah, it, the preseason you know. that he was getting ranked high of like. Disrupting a lot of plays and such. Right. So. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised the Jets, you know, they're the Jets for a reason, but I don't know. I would want to see it more. But yeah. this is, the, if you guys are going to win one game, I mean, this is one of the sure games, is. you know. So. I mean, yeah, I just want, I just forgot about Garrett till now coming back, so I wanted to mention that. But that gives you more time to formulate your argument for why the Cowboys will win against your Packers at home. So, their offense is still legitimate. Um, Zeke. While it hasn't been as otherworldly as it was last year, and their offensive line hasn't been as good as it was last year, they're still very efficient. They don't turn the ball over. They still play ball control, and Zeke Elliott is still a monster. Like I, I think if they, if that's essentially the way to beat the Packers is you got to keep Aaron Rodgers off the field, you got to run the ball down their throat, and I think they, they have all the, you know, I guess, I don't want to say equipment, but they have all the, they're equipped to do that. Um, essentially, the Packers are now playing this nitro defense, which is like fast, trying to, you know, compete with the fast wide receivers, basically what they lost last year, you know, who they lost to last year. And this is a perfect type of defense to be able to run on with a guy like Zeke Elliott. The Packers are still dealing with injury bugs as well. So, you know, that may work out for the Cowboys on their end, Mike Daniels was probably the best defensive player. He was hurt, didn't play last week, might not play this week, not sure yet. So that if he's not playing, then that may, almost makes it impossible to stop this running game. I think that's the most important thing in just keeping Rodgers off the field. And if the running game gets going, uh, the Cowboys are going to run away with it. Okay. Now, in the past, you guys have done bets before. I feel like you're not trying to this year, or are you still... Well, I mean, I know that we're going to lose. I don't want to. I don't want to make that bet. <laughs> but uh, but by the way, Marv over there, you you do still owe me for our Yankees try bet from the regular season. Yes. So. Yes. What do I owe you again? Well, you're supposed to give me drinks at 
at a bar. We didn't really stipulate how many, but I figured uh, a couple, I guess. Right. If we watch, uh, yeah, I mean, well, if we I go, if, if, Friday, yeah, if we well, go, if you go to the game, obviously. Yeah, if we go to the game on Sunday, then. But uh, it'll make perfect sense. But Friday, the game's supposed to be at like five p.m. or something. We could we could pop over and uh, watch some of that if you're. Down. We'll see. I I got the Kid Cudi concert that night. And, You're about um, to go see Kid Cudi over Yankees game two. I I bought the tickets. What am I gonna do? I bought these. Do you also, Kid Cudi. Like, how into weed are you? And how seventeen years old are you? Kid Cudi's great, man. Okay. He is from Cleveland. So he is from Cleveland. You're supporting Cleveland even more that way. It does not matter. I will have my well, Yankee hat on. Well, the game you could probably do both because the the game's supposed to be at five, right? Well, the yeah. Kid Cudi is not playing at six forty-five or something, right? That's so what it says on the ticket. It's six forty five. Yeah, it's at um it's Wait, like really? A, I was yeah, it's joking like, completely. It's like in Central Park. It's like a oh summer stage God. thing in October. I don't get it. Mark question your decisions on that one. But also this Packers Cowboys game could be at the time of game three for Yankees Tribe as well. Yeah. That I I mean, I'm gonna watch playoffs, you know, and, and uh I'm not worried about the Cowboys. Okay. So you so, basically got my pick right there. Yeah. And if you wanna make a bet, we can make a bet. I owe you for the bet. If I go to the game on Sunday, that'll, you know, I'll pay that off, so. Okay. So you're only going to pay off the bet if you go to the games? You're going to pay off the bet with Eventually. those $9 you know. stadium beers? No, no, no. We're going to get beers outside of the stadium. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the dugout. What's that bar called? Yeah, exactly. There's um, the dugout. There's, there's a couple Billy's, of PCRs. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm Packers. So we're all on Packers. It does seem like it's an easy one to pick this time. Are mm. you going Packers? You said it was, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't think it's easy. I, I will say this. They have ten days of rest. That's the one thing that I that I feel is giving the Packers some hope that they can get mostly everyone healthy. Hopefully, Bakhtiari plays. And the offensive line, while I had so much concerns about them last Thursday, they actually showed up last week and played a great game against yeah, the Bears. Against the Bears. So. But the Bears' front seven isn't bad. Uh, it ain't less impressive than ours, minus, no, you're especially right. with a hurt um, Demarcus Lawrence. If they could get healthy, that's yeah. why. And, yeah. and I, I just think the defense, the Cowboys defense is enough. I'm a little down on the Cowboys right. offense right now, honestly. Man, eh, fuck out of here. Why? I mean, like you I said, Dez isn't really making big plays or anything this year. Uh, I, I do like the other receiver they have. I picked him up on some of my teams. Not starting him yet, but if he hangs around, I might. Bryce, is that his name? Mm, Butler. Bryce Butler, yeah, he, he looks pretty good. He's, but, just but always open really, he's just always open because they shade coverage to Dez's side of the field yeah. and he can't make anything happen. And then Terrence Williams soaks up the second quarter, corner. You know what they, Go ahead. They need uh, – Wynn's still good enough, but he's old. I mean, he's a legend, but if they had, like, a young stud tight end, that would really help them, I think. Tell yes. We, I mean, we had Gavin Escobar, but he's not supposed to be – or he, he was supposed to be, like, but it's the next guy. Now. I mean, he's just – Is like, he even on the team anymore? He's. I think he's there. I think we still employ both Gavin Escobar and James <laughs> Hanna. James. I mean, yeah, he's not. Up so you got the pack tour. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we all unpack. Um, Surprising. All right. Anyway, Chiefs the only undefeated team at the uh, Texans with uh, Deshaun Watson, the winner, man. Was it a little? I mean, I don't think he's gonna come back in for four or five touchdowns again, but especially not against the Chiefs here. But will he do enough for to hand the Chiefs their first L? Is the question. No. I think he is. I got yeah. the Texans, yeah. They're at home. They've looked really impressive the last couple of weeks. Their defense is starting to get through. And to be honest, the Chiefs at home on Monday night against the, the Skins didn't really look that impressive to me. No, the like, first half especially, they, they're struggling. I don't know. Like, I think it, you can probably stop. They just don't turn the ball over. That's the one thing on offense. They never really turn the ball over. So, so they do. 
Right, but I think uh, I think they could get to Alex Smith with with Watt and Merciless and Clowney and I, I don't know. I like the Texans in this game, and I think Watson's a winner, man. That's yeah. I can't believe they started Tom Savage over him like that. You can't. That was ridiculous. Right, but he, <laughs> right. but Watson came into the good situation like we we're saying. Yeah, season. it was a perfect. Yeah, it was, it was a team that was on only needed a quarterback to be as well. Right. Know. All right, so. I, I like the Texans a little bit as well, but it, for the purpose of our thing, you're not on any, any islands yet, Marv. I might want to shoot you over to one here and put you on Texans Island to play the matchups here because you're going Chiefs, right? Young uh, yeah, I think I am. All right, I'll go Chiefs as well, but I, I definitely could see this being their first loss. But obviously they could certainly win it. Yeah, I mean, the Texans yeah. defense is good as hell. It's it's one of those games like it really could go either way, but I just I'm giving the Texans the benefit of the doubt because they're at home. And the Chiefs didn't impress me last week, and I think they're due for one loss. They're, they're the only undefeated team still, so. Travis Kelsey is also from Cleveland. She has a nickname, the kid Kelsey. <laughs> Screw Travis Kelsey. I mean, did you see his dance moves? Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, he acts a fool, but... Uh, yeah. No, I like, I like Travis He's, a good, he's yeah, fun. He's fun. He's a fun player. Here, we're going to Heights High, which is right by where I grew up. Oh, really? A, a notoriously poor school. <laughs> is he like... Uh, Real bro, bro-ish. He seems really like he's... No, I don't really know much about him, but like, I never heard of him growing up. He, I mean, you've seen him play football. He's, he's, uh, he's a bro. Yeah, he seems, he like seems a, a bit like it. All right, to wrap things up, Monday night, Vikings-Bears. How are the Bears are on their week five? They're on their second night game. What Mitch Trubisky starting this game. So that's the thing, at least. So that could make it interesting, at least. Nah. <laughs> in a train wreck sort of way maybe or in a way where everyone gets mad if he ends up being good and they're like oh why don't we take Trubisky Browns uh, never mind Vikings Bears so bad news for the Vikings with the Dalvin Cook after yeah, the man, season that that's changes everything that's not good they got bad luck over that yeah, they sure do insult to injury the Twins couldn't get it done well you know they're lucky to be there but it might just be a bad week for Minnesota but I think it might that, be, that Dalvin Cook at the same time I don't know if I could pick the Bears here ugh Trubisky's going to come in and, and uh, yeah, we know what. Not against that Vikings defense. I don't think so either. I think I'm going to take the Vikings, even though it's, this game's going to be bad. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be like a very watchable game. I'm... Are you trying to get on a second island for both these night games, Mark? <sighs> I don't know if I want to take the Bears, man. I, I, I don't mind Trubisky. I think he's better than Glennon at this point. But... Oh, yeah. I, they definitely should be playing him. I agree with that. But, but I, I just don't like. I don't like put him in last week. Yeah, I don't like him going up against the Vikings. That, that's my thing. Mm-hmm. I think the Vikings will probably win a low-scoring game. Yeah, that's where I'm on. All right, so we all go mini. All right, well, that's wrapping up the week. So I'm recapping the islands here. Eric, you're out with the most. Uh, Chargers Island over over Giants. Niners Island over the Colts. Seahawks Island over the Rams, Marvier on Texans Island over the Chiefs, and I'm on Panthers Island over the Lions. This is the week I get it back. This is You're a, on this Browns is... Island too. Oh, that's right. I just didn't put the I didn't mark it down. That is correct. So I'm on two, three, two, and one. All right, yeah. Miles Garrett gonna come in, get a couple sacks under his belt. <laughs> maybe maybe sack fumble, someone will pick uh, it up and we're we're gonna win this one ten seven. Watch I can't. Out. I wouldn't even. Be you know surprised. what's gonna happen is the same thing that happened to the Jags with Bilal Paulo just getting up, getting a lane and going for like seventy yards. Probably gonna happen to us too. But for my sake, I hope so. I have him <laughs> on my fantasy team. That was great. All right, you know what? It won't be good for you because it's not even gonna be Paul. It's gonna be some scrub they put in. Like I don't know. McGuire, third down back. Yeah. That's just gonna. That's just gonna get gash us. But 
All right. So anyway, enjoy football this week if you can. And now we're certainly going to enjoy some playoff baseball as well. Absolutely. Eric's going to enjoy another cup of tea and several, uh, several more. Hopefully, you'll enjoy getting healthy for next week. We'll probably be on the questionable list again for next week, but show up. And uh, that's it. Please stay subscribed to Brooklyn Rebound Network. Numbers looking good these past couple of weeks, so it looks people are downloading the show. Good to see. You. Keep it up. Tell your friend if they're an F- NFL fan. One friend. One, tell Don't one friend a person. <laughs> Just you tell one friend, they tell another friend. We got a nice daisy chain over to Mr.'s Relevant Podcast on Brooklyn Rebound Network. And we're out of here. Peace. Cheering year after year. Who's got the ballpark? The best is all right here. Who's got the fans with so much Cleveland pride? Who's talking baseball? Talking tribe. We're talking baseball. We're headed to the top. We're on the warpath. We're spreading far and wide. We're talking.